Well, <laughs> that last episode, there was no fights. Um, but we did learn a lot. Uh, I didn't get the info dump that I was hoping for in Meanwhile Lakeshire <laughs> in episode 27. <laughs> so I had to do what I had to do. Um, Abel has recovered, but he has not recovered his hand. Uh, the guys have a new home in the renovated windmill of Lake and Hearth with a tunnel that leads to Florence Library. Jonas got to talk to his dad, which was super cool. Uh, he found out that a cousin of his, Gustave de Marode, had killed his father. Uh, and he it is it's weird um anybody who listens to mountain city mayhem knows that this is uh this is something this is uh there's some connection here hellspeth the pyromancer dropped a lot of info here uh the gith are from waterdeep they somehow control and can use the teleportation circles in the brain the blue towers that are stretching to the sky are actually tentacles from ehi the great octopus god of the brain and matron of magic to the once great moonbrook elves her modern followers aim to flood the valley as it was hundreds of years ago before the big battle waged between Monterans, dwarves, halflings on one side and the Moonbrook elves and human mercenaries from Farron on the other side. We also learned a little bit more about Bezalith Lultal, the white lady. Uh, she is fighting against the Gith underground and she's losing. And she's also one of the main supporters of Ehi in the region that we know of. Um, and finally, we learned a little bit more about the charneled weapons and the plane shifting that Filnir is likely capable of. Uh, we got to talk to uh, a dead uh, Jonas's dad. And that was all thanks to Filnir's quarterstaff, which has strange powers that we'll probably learn more about. Uh, as far as I see it, there's a couple of options for what these guys can do and they will probably ignore those options and do whatever the hell they want to do as per always <laughs> um guys you know what time it is is it time for dungeon dads it sure as hell is all right everybody welcome back to the podcast as always i am your dm tom blaylock and i am joined here by the fellas john watson tim carr and sam frank john how's it going man i am doing so good just glad to be back i love playing with you guys yeah it's so fun tim how about you how are you doing uh, i'm doing all right man i'm doing all right i'm looking forward yeah. to this <laughs> me too sam now just for the sake of having the full spectrum i feel like i have to be like man it's been a rough one so we've got hot medium and cold <laughs> <laughs> well we did uh we did play a uh a super late night game last night um for uh for one of our players birthdays and um you know, we were up way later than we should have been uh, last night, all of us. But boy, I, <laughs> I, so I couldn't wait to get back to this. I know I, uh, it was so fun. And it was a canonical Breen adventure. And so 
basically what we did is we were we we had characters who were someplace else that are part of the story that now I have the lore for those characters and now I own I own your characters. So the, that intellectual property? <laughs> that intellectual property belongs to moi. And uh so so you know guys to me I feel like there are four or five possible things for you to do next. I don't know what they are. Um, I mean, I, I know what I think they are. I don't know what you're going to do. I feel like you've got like the big mission. It sounds like at least according to Hespeth is destroying these teleportation circles, right? That yeah. seems like mm-hmm. an important one. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have like your personal st- things. You've got Mr. Percy and Valerie Cloudsack that you sort of want to get to Lake and hearth. Um, you know, you had talked at one point about returning the sword of Oglethorpe to whoever is the new leader over there. Um, although we, we talked about that. Is that what we said we were going to do? Although, well, Despo Goodchild might Despo have something to say about now? that. Yeah, she has it. I thought we were good with Despo in a, uh... okay, well maybe I was just, uh, projecting. Uh, it seemed like the, uh, like a, like a very nice thing to do, uh, for those put upon people of whom you killed their well, leaders. Maybe, maybe Despo is now going to be the leader. That's a possibility. Uh, yeah, I didn't even consider that. Look at me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm captain now. (laughs) (laughs) You know the scouts. uh, uh, The scouts have been sent out to Lakeshire. Probably going to come back soon. You know that there are fires over there. You're going to probably need to investigate those. Um, And I'm assuming Filnir probably wants to find Galwenia. Mm -hmm. Um, You know that Felipe Madamba's crew is holed up in the Owlwood somewhere. So I figure that's probably something that you might be thinking about. Um, and then Abel's spear, which has been taken. I don't know if he even wants it back. I don't know. Um, uh, this seems like there's other things, but um, you know, that seems like the big stuff. And just a reminder for the next, uh, for the next few sessions, um, every time Phil Neal rolls a seven, he's going to have to say the word taint in a sentence. Um, because of the uh, pseudo curse that occurred when uh, Jonas was talking to his father. <laughs> Given our ability to remember even just like Pariseau's, uh natural one vicious mockery, something tells me. <laughs> I'll remember. A few of these are going to slip through. <laughs> I'm going to remember. In the heat of the moment. Yeah. <laughs> so has, has any time passed? Yeah, so... Um, you know, Hellspeth went back to the tavern and she told you that she was going to be staying in Lake and Hearth for a few days. I think she said four. And then she was going to be heading to Adair to see one of her kinsmen who is, is in Adair city. Um, uh, there are a lot of reasons why she's been out in the woods and not in a human settlement, even though she has all the reason in the world to belong here. Um, she was married to, the head of the of the agricultural co-op a hundred years ago. And so she is, I mean, if she wants to be, she's a Lake and Arthur, but she has chosen to live out in the mud, the mud fire flats uh south of Lake and Hearth. Um you guys get your long rest uh and tell me what you want to do. How how close are the um how close are our bedrooms to each other? Um I so this is a windmill. There are no separate rooms. I think the way I described it last time is there is a uh, there's a there's a couple of bookshelves. 
and a bed that's sort of in that area. Uh, and there are several hammocks set up uh, in the in the space. There is a loft that I don't know who claimed the loft, but it's like above and there's only there's one bed up in there. And that's it in this in this windmill area. So. All right. Um, well, uh, I'm going to assume that um, I probably just claimed the loft and went up there. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> I was like, come this on, is- just be like, clearly the bed is mine by right. This is mine. This is mine. <laughs> um, but um, Abel, Abel and Filnir uh, wake up the next morning uh, to a familiar to a familiar sight. Uh, if they each open their eyes, they're going to see. <laughs> 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 and they'll oh. find. <laughs> I missed this. <laughs> uh, but they, I'm not, they'll, maybe they'll find that uh, when they when they woke up that that uh, I was actually asleep in between their two hammocks, uh, and they were in the Lima's tiny hut. Oh, uh, that's sweet. That's sweet. Okay. Yeah, we've been through some shit. <laughs> yeah, we've been through some shit. That is true. I'm not surprised to see this hut around me. Uh, but we are indoors, I I think we will be okay. I think we'll have warning. Well, it does make me feel kind of cozy, though. They said something about where we could go if the windmill burned down and got me thinking. And then I looked at Abel's arm and I just... its It's not much to cast it. I just thought we... Could use the extra protection for a little while. Well, I yeah, and especially late at night when you're sitting there alone with your thoughts and that crazy bard in your brain starts playing his do 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 do. Whatever, whatever you can do to calm it down is a good thing. <laughs> <sighs> well, I agree. Um, Ionis, how are you after seeing your father? I'm um. I could be better. I uh, want to apologize to the two of you. I um, the man, the man still scares me. Was not fully prepared to speak to him. I I wanted to see him and wanted to find out what happened to him. But he's, uh, as you could see, um, a complicated man and not. Uh, Not one for decent conversation. Yes, that was evident. He seemed like a strict father. Well, the nice thing about being dead is usually you don't have to talk to him so much. <laughs> that is. That I don't is know true. if that's going to be the case in this situation. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, generally it. speaking, yeah. There may be more information we can glean from him later, but um, I still, I, I, I fear I may never be rid of his specter. Um, there's a lot. Is that, are speaking metaphorically or literally? <laughs> Apparently both. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot that I need to do. There's a lot that I need to atone for. Um, and there are 
scars uh, between me and my brother. Between uh, those are actually both literal and figurative as well. <sighs> I just. I just fall silent just to shake my head. <laughs> it's amazing the through lines in your family. Uh, um, well, how about some breakfast? That would be lovely. All right, I'll set off and muster up some eggs and see if there's any more bacon and Yeah, throw so you together. can uh if you leave the hut it still stays up, right? John? Uh no, I I leave it and it goes away. But it's okay. it's about it's about gone anyway. So uh, yeah, Tim, you you can go. Um, you sort of know that there's like chickens behind the tavern, so you okay. can go uh, collect eggs. I you, my guess is Filnir doesn't think anyone's going to mind if he takes a few eggs, but I don't know. That's up that's up to you. It's very early. I would say it's about six o'clock in the morning. Things are getting. Uh, <laughs> Sam is laughing because <laughs> he thinks it's a trap. <laughs> no, no, I mean, now I do too. Like after everything Phil Near's done, the idea that he would be morally compromised by stealing some eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I've sent men to their deaths through yeah. black wriggling tentacles. <laughs> but should I? I'm take taking these eggs. These eggs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a it's a really really uh early morning here in lake and hearth and even though it's a farming community um uh we're a little bit past the main harvest time so uh people are not up and about the way they would be for instance in the summertime or the early spring um there are guards up in the towers. And as I said, there's no walls around Lake and Hearth. So the human settlements here are not usually built with walls. They're usually just built with archer towers. Um, and so, you know, one of the, one of the archers sees you and sort of gives a little hand wave and, and, you know, says good morning, but you can't really hear it. She's about 35 feet up. Um, and, uh, and you, walk through the town square and you see where, you know, Jonas was covered in darkness when he had his duel with Florn <laughs> and, uh, and, and, um, you, the, the, the tavern does not have its oil lamp on yet. Um, you do see that there are a few, uh, there are a few windows that have been opened where people are sort of sitting outside, like in, inside their, their homes, like looking out on the square, drinking, you know, probably Bula, um, and uh, just going about their morning. And look, there goes the baker with his tray like always. <laughs> same old bread and rolls to sell. <laughs> Every morning just the same as the morning that we came to this poor provincial town. <laughs> Good morning, Belle. <laughs> Good morning, uh -huh. monsieur. <laughs> Bonjour. 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 Uh, I will uh, acknowledge uh, the people that I see and um, make my way to where the chickens are. If I, I, I might poke my head in the window and see if anybody's, you know, it, I know the oil lamp isn't on, but if, um, oh, I forget her name. Um, the one who runs the inn is there. I might pop uh, in. And yeah. Um, Yvonne. Yeah, uh, is now is now the uh, the owner of the of the bar. 
Right. If I see her in there, I might pop in. Yeah, she's there. Just... She's there. She's um. She's she is cleaning up from the night before. This is not the kind of place that uh um stays clean uh throughout the right. night. Um, she's she's definitely getting things ready inside for the the rush of hunters and soldiers who have returned who frankly don't probably don't have food at their houses um they're they have just returned from campaigning so yvonne good morning i was um hoping to come across some eggs to make breakfast for myself and my compatriots would you happen to have any to to sell or uh uh filner for you anything uh there there should be a few dozen uh there there in the cabinet above the above the the, the whiskey um uh take what you want uh there are there are pickled eggs uh here under the bar if you if you prefer that well i think uh fresh will do this morning thank you i won't need a couple dozen either. just crack six raw into a flagon for me <laughs> <laughs> did you come with me uh- <laughs> just, just crack six raw into a flag and pour me filled in. Um, so I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll grab uh, eight eggs, I guess, and uh, see if she has a little bit of salt, and then uh, head back. Yeah, and, and before you leave, she says, she says, um, uh. I suppose you heard about the scouts this morning, early early this morning. Um, no, I uh, was sleeping harder than I've slept in a while. Huh. What uh, happened? Flo- Florence said he would tell you at once. Um, someone came back uh, dead. They were they were uh, they were they were on patrols, and uh, Florence had sent several to Lakeshire. They all returned, uh, but the ones that had been scouting around. Uh, around the mud flats, the mud fire flats. Um, one of them was chewed up badly and seemed to have had frostbite all over him. Frostbite? Mud flats? Hmm. That's where you brought, that's where you found Helspeth. Yes. I will uh, consult my compatriots and Flon and perhaps we shall investigate. And she, she reaches out and touches your hand before you leave, uh, to give you salt and pepper um and uh and she just looks you right in the eye and says we're very lucky to have men such as you in this town now uh i feel much safer with you with you here thank you yvonne i i appreciate that i um i don't quite know how long we will stay but i will do my best to leave you in good hands whenever it is we have to depart and she squeezes your hand and says um um just one thing. Uh, these eggs are for you and your companions only. Uh, if I hear that you are opening up a shop to compete with the bar and the tavern, uh, we will have much trouble. <laughs> Understood, Yvonne. I, I, you need not worry. Well, Helspeth came back talking about how wonderful the, the, the potted chicken was, and, uh, and all I had was... was uh, vegetable broth last night and day-old bread and that seemed like a perfectly good dinner for the soldiers but then they heard tell of chicken pots <laughs> i'm just saying if you're going to make a chicken pot please come make it in the tavern 
Understood. Perhaps I can offer my services. I don't have much money to pay you. No, I understand. Okay. Then you can have the eggs and your salt and your pepper. And any of the other spice that I have. And she points to the spice rack and it's basically empty. Um, there's a few drying uh, plants <laughs> in there. Some cobwebs. Yeah, yeah. It's not looking pretty. For some reason, you hear a cricket in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Yvonne. I, I do appreciate the, uh, the hospitality. Well, you're quite welcome. Gertrude Barman would would have uh, would have liked very much having you around. Um, Yvonne also likes having you around. That's me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to be around. I will, I will see you a bit later. I assume. Yeah. Good day. Good day, and I'll head back. Okay. Unmolested, you return back, <laughs> <laughs> and I will uh, grab a pan. Unfortunately, and, unmolested. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> unmolested. Home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will grab a pan and some grease and throw some some of that i assume there's still the the rashers of the pork is still there then yep. use it all yeah so i'll throw that in grease the pans with that throw the eggs on top and serve it up all right um i am going to uh you guys gonna eat the meal yeah, baby. Yeah, well, of it's hot. Roll I'll a constitution it. check. No, yeah, um, yeah. It's a you, could you give? Yeah, uh, uh, Philnir, Could you? Could you give me a? Um, uh, what did you have? Survival. What's your? What are your proficiencies in there? I mean, you. Um, you what would cooking a meal be? I mean, I think last time we did this, it was performance for baking the cream puffs. Um, okay, so so which, so do do performance. Okay. Uh, do performance and. Um, and if that doesn't for, work, I'll just persuade you it was good. For for every for every two for every two over ten on your performance check, these guys will benefit uh, from it as though they have the spell aid on them. They will get wow. uh, additional hit points for the day. Hey! Wow! All right, here we go. Uh, nope, that's a nine. Okay, so. So it it tastes real, 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 real good, and you guys kind of feel like maybe you have like a little extra like something, and then it feels like maybe it's like because it's all greasy, it's like feeling like it's bricking in your belly a little bit. So it's still good, uh, but you lose one hit point for the day. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> What the hell are you doing? Well, listen, fellas. While we're all here eating breakfast, I'd like to regale you with some inspiring stories of my youth. (laughs) I'm going to use my inspiring leader feet. Okay. Nice. To give everybody uh, uh, nine temporary hit points. Wow, that's great. Wow. All right. How does the story end, Sam? (laughs) And that's why I can never return to Waterdeep. <laughs> awesome. Everybody feel better now? <laughs> yes. Quite a, quite a bit, was, in fact. That was, it was actually surprisingly, that was a surprisingly great story. <laughs> I do feel bad about our future uh, aspirations to go to Waterdeep. 
but well, it's been a long time. Maybe they forgot. <laughs> Maybe so. Speaking of aspirations, what what are we going to do? Oh, I uh, I would love to find a way to figure out if Galwinia has survived the horrors that apparently have accosted Lakeshire. Um, Lakeshire has uh, been accosted by whores. <laughs> well, I do. I do feel like. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I owe you, Fielnir. <laughs> I can, uh, I can send her, I can send her a message. Oh, could you reach out to her and see if she's well? All right, I, uh, I my hope you reach her. Index finger and my my index finger to my temple and my thumb to my cheekbone, and I concentrate on Galwinia. Galwinia, Galwinia, it's Jonas Silhavind. Please respond. Just speak into the air and let me know that you are all right. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm all right. Uh, I'm in the dungeon beneath the orphanage. Is Filnir with you? Uh, uh, I guess this doesn't work. When you are not responding, Jesus is returning. As Filnir is, Filnir is looking at me and trying to figure out, and my eyes just slowly get wider and wider and wider and wider. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I sit there uh, stunned for a minute. And uh, what say, did she say? Um, um, uh, um. Well, she she is her? well. She's well. Okay. She good, said that good. she's in the dungeon under the orphanage. So, uh she's in Lakeshire. Um but she said she said Jesus is returning. So does that not mean that she, that's her? Right. Uh, I'm I'm a bit lost. Uh, it's it sounded it, it it did not sound like good like news. She was, it did not sound like she was returning as Jesus. It it, it oh. sounded more like she might be in trouble because the real Jesus is returning. The real Jesus. But but I thought of the orc wars. I I from when we spoke to her, I it sounded like he was long dead but she she just made it a point to tell me Jesus is returning maybe he wasn't as dead as we thought okay well maybe um do we do we are we bound are we bound for Lakeshire do we do we need to go maybe we need to go get her the city's burning she's underground well I think we should talk to Flon there were some scouts uh, apparently I th uh, apparently he will brief us once he knows we are up um some scouts returned from the mud flats where we found Hellspeth originally and one had been frozen to death um and cut up all the other scouts seem to have been unhindered and unmolested but um i i do not know if flon will need help with something that is more immediately threatening lake and hearth 
I think we should just figure out what is the most pressing issue. <laughs> being in the dungeon, obviously, we have so many. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been thinking about sort of a sort of a hierarchy of needs. I'm calling it Abel's hierarchy of needs. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, obviously all the way at one end is bring peace to the valley. And then to do that, we got to get rid of these gifts. And to do that, we got to destroy these teleportation circles. Sounds like. But way on the other end of the spectrum is making sure we got a a safe place to sleep at night. And somewhere in the middle there is uh, gathering strength to perform our our further objectives. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, ensuring the, the safety and security of Lake and Hearth has to come first, because if this place falls, we ain't got nowhere to come back to. Right. Plus, we need Agreed. to figure out how to find all of the teleportation circles. And maybe we can, if there is one in Lake Shire that is not already destroyed, which we know at least one exists, then maybe we have to eventually make our way there. We can find Galwinia, free her, and destroy the teleportation circle there at the same time. But, yes, uh, and you know, aside from being your sister, which is an important thing, sure for you, but she's a she's a real asset to us, indeed. And uh, along that front, there are some other assets floating around this valley that we may need to uh, collect to ourselves. We do have Mister Percy, who is currently with Waverly Cloudsack's family, and Waverly Cloudsack is roaming the wilderness without a home. How long has it been since then? It's been less than a week, right? It's, it's a few less days. than a week. Yeah, it's yeah. like two or three days. Like three days or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I can't imagine Waverly hasn't figured something out to uh, get himself safe and presumably clothed. <laughs> uh, he will be none too happy to see us especially if he thinks we are holding his wife hostage uh, but, uh, but can... what if we're not holding his wife hostage what if we're holding yes. her in friendship we just have to somehow make sure he knows that I do think we should go get get her and Mr. Percy first and then reach out to Waverly where are they? I they are in the Red Cloud Mountain. Um, I'm just wondering if I can get them through the chest. And I have never just... traveled through a chest, so I would... Oh! <laughs> uh, I was thinking in spear terms there. No, I follow you now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... Um... So... Let... To get I was to shocked Cloud. to hear you were going to get them through the chest, but <laughs> to get to Red Cloud Mountain from here, we, we would have to we would have to pass either Lakeshire or Oglethorpe. If we go north past Oglethorpe, which is not too much of a concern given it's an island, we would have to make our way past past or through Breentown, or we have to pass the tower. Uh, where the trails merge if we were to go on the south side by Lakeshire. So is is Mr. Percy coming this way? I, I told him to stay put until I could figure out what to But yes, perhaps the chest is the safest route. Can we meet him? He should have the chest with him. If I can 
open it and talk to him. I can tell him to stand by, and then maybe I could climb in and see if I could make it to him. Hmm. Okay. And if I if I can establish a clear uh, access point, then I can go to them, get them to come in one at a time. They'll come in to this windmill where they are safe with you, and we could usher them, usher them through. Yes, but how can we be sure that they are alone? Unfortunately, we we can't. Um, I could, I could send Saber. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Saber is going to make the kind of diplomatic impression that we are hoping to make. Well, no, no, I, I send him. I send him through. <laughs> I can send. <laughs> I can put my senses in Saber and see if he survives the journey. And then when he pops out, he sees what's happening. And then he comes back. He lets me know. And then we, then I go well, in. Well, it sounds risky, but the uh, I think the uh, potential benefits may outweigh the risks. If we can get them here without having to cross, if we can get them here instantaneously without having to cross dangerous country, that's a that's a big deal. Well, let um, let me try. I take the chest. Well, should we talk to Florn first? Florn first. First Florn, then Flad Flick. I think he should know if we are going to bring Waverly Cloudsack's kin into his tower and his town. Uh, you, I think we owe him that. You may be. No, you, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I want to know more about this patrol that got all frozen and cut up. Uh, all right. Uh, Tom, would I think that Florin is in his room? Uh, you can check. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, he spends, that's where he usually goes. That's where he usually is. Uh, Florn has opened his doors to us. Do you want? Would you like to come with me and check his, check his abode? Yeah, let's all go together. We tend to uh, make a better impression when we travel as a group. <laughs> sort of like making up for each other's weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we go down the uh, go down the tunnel. Okay, uh, so he's sitting there on his. Uh, uh, he has like a chaise lounge chair that he is. Uh, in in repose reading uh, a book uh and and this it this book is called um figuring out the right curse for the job is what he's reading right now <laughs> he looks up and says what was that thing in your house that was what was that what was that thing in the in the windmill what what thing i knocked on the door i opened the door and there's just like this like sheen, this like dark brown sheen that was in there. I was, I was pretty sure you were okay, but I wasn't positive, and I couldn't go through the door. I couldn't get into the windmill, and I went back in my house and I climbed through, and then it was like in the stairs. The this this curved wall was up, and I couldn't get in, and I, it was very weird. Uh, sorry, Florin, we've been through a lot. I, I just uh, provided some extra protection for. Uh, myself and my compatriots. You have to teach me how to do that. You have to teach me how to do that. Uh, but, that was per- that was incredible. Perhaps maybe a, maybe a spell for a spell. Yeah, I blasted I blasted at it a bunch of times and nothing happened. Oh yes, 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 yes. No, nothing's getting in if I don't want it to. Oh well, that was great. Um, well, I'm glad you guys slept okay. Um, I'm also glad you're here because I think we have a problem. What's happening? Uh, so, um, you know, the reason why we kept, uh, 
Helspeth out in the mud flats and didn't let her stay here uh, is she has a few enemies uh, riding around uh, the countryside. Um, and they always seem to know where she is. And she's very good at uh, protecting herself in the mud flats. Uh, there are eyes everywhere, as they say in the mud. Um, and uh, I had my my scouts sort of patrolling the, the 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 pathway from the flats to here, and um, I'm afraid that maybe one of her enemies has uh, killed one of my one of my people. And I, it makes me worried that perhaps. Oh no! What was his name? Uh, his his. It was a, it was not a him. It was a it was a her. It was. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm I'm old and I'm a little set in my ways. That's okay. Uh, uh, Tricia. Her, her, her name was assumption of me. Her name was Tricia, uh, and she she had fought for the Adarans before and came back and was in the Hunter's Guild. Well, we we honor her sacrifice. What what got her? I. I can show you her body. Uh, and so uh, he sort of takes you upstairs from his library and uh, sitting on his uh, very rickety dining table, for lack of a better word, that has clearly got a lot of blood on it, not just from this particular uh, Lake and Arthur or Tresia. Um He maybe is using this for experiments. Um, I think all three of you kind of can notice that that's what's been going on here. Um, there's all kinds of like embalming fluid and um, strange long knives that are all around. Um, and Tricia is, has a large chunk of her abdomen that looks like it's been bit out. Um, and it's black all around where the bite is. Um, and, uh, and he says, uh, uh, when she came in, she was cold as ice, and it looked like frostbite around the bite. Can I do a uh, medicine check? Yeah, sure. 16. Yeah. Um, he is not wrong. Um, it looks like the bite of a dire wolf, uh, but no dire wolf that you have seen. It looks like the bite of a dire wolf. But no dire wolf that I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so Hellspeth has not awakened yet. We have strict orders not to not to 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 rouse her before noon. Um, I think we should consult her um, before doing anything. Is there a way we could rouse her, but make it not seem like it was us? Uh, your idea is as good as mine, Abel. Oh, I have the perfect thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? He, <laughs> he climbs up over my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Go ahead. Oh, Saber, we, we've got a very important mission for you. Yeah. <laughs> you got to wake up an old lady. <laughs> so, There's a powerful old lady, though. Are mm -hmm. you sure you want to risk Saber in case she lashes out? Well, a woman's dead. I, I don't want to put anybody else at risk because uh, this lady needs her beauty sleep. Yes, she won't know that upon awakening, though, so. 
Uh, it is your it is your familiar. Get ready to I, dismiss him. I'll, ca- I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye on him from the window. <laughs> okay. So I uh, yeah we, we go creepy. I go over to her place wherever she is. Okay, she's in the uh, the um uh the monarch suite. The monarch suite. Yeah, I almost called the presidential suite. She's in the monarch suite. Uh, other thing. Um, is you, ass- you gonna sit him underneath the door? Um. Well, I'm assuming that I can. I'm assuming that I can bamf him. Can I see through? Can I see her inside her room? Uh, you can see like yeah. I mean, like you can see the bed. Um, I mean, you can't see her, but you can see the okay. bed. Well, uh, if if I have line of sight, I can I can dismiss him and then and then put him inside yeah, the room. Do it. Do it. Yeah, is so. is the room warded in any way, Jonas? Uh, I can't Arcana. imagine she'd just be sleeping there with no protection. <laughs> uh, Arcana check. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, nope. It don't. It doesn't seem like it's warded at all. Okay. I, I, uh, vamp saber into the room. Okay. Uh, he is under the table. All right. Um, and then I put my, uh, I I put my um senses into him and mm-hmm. I go and I find her and crawl up on her and find her ear and say <laughs> and then okay. so there's like three eyes over the windowsill <laughs> so yeah so apparently over the windowsill and noses yeah. so Saber climbs up into the bed and he sort of walks over the lumps of uh, of the top top uh, comforter the, the the blanket that's made of made of furs and uh, he sort of roots around where at the top of that and he pulls back and there's nobody in there. It is just uh, it is uh, bags and straw that is in the bed. Huh. Um, I, bam- I bam him out. I, I, see, I see that yeah. and I bam him out. Okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Damn it. Where, where did she go? Yeah, give me a perception check. All right. All three of you, if you're all three on your eyes, looking in the a, window. I, yeah, I have a 16 passive. But okay, uh, I got a six active, Ooh, so clearly natural oh, distracted. 20. Okay, okay. Uh, so you, uh, especially here, Abel, um, you see that there is nothing. Mm, something ain't right. Nothing is right in here. Um, her bags are gone. There is an envelope uh, that is on the table that uh saber was bamped in into and it in and all it says is the two humans on it you suppose that's me and you jonas hmm. Perhaps. i'm gonna open it i'm gonna open it well we, okay. we're not in the we're not in the room yet are we, do, or do we i'm gonna go, go in the room and open it <laughs> okay all right um there are two rings inside this envelope Ooh. And uh, and and it just all it says is, in case you change your mind, <laughs> and and then and then just below it, um, um, my old rival senses these, and that's it. That's the whole thing. Oh boy, mm. her old rival senses. Oh, that would. That might Whatever explain. the wolfy thing is, it's coming and yes. eating our people. I well, I, I really wish she hadn't left these here. Sounds like she's 
It's not really taking our wishes into account. Yes, but perhaps we can turn the tides. And somebody's dead as a result. She wants us to clean up her mess. It seems that way. She told us we had several more days to talk with her, and she disappeared. However, if this rival of hers threatens the town, I do suppose we are obliged. And if she'd told us she was leaving in the middle of the night, then we probably would have felt pressured to talk to her for a lot longer, and that might have really hurt us in terms of pacing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, seems like she could have given us some more information about this this thing that's chasing her down, and now, as a result, chasing us down. That's not terribly neighborly. I suppose she doesn't seem like the neighborly type if she's just out in the wilderness. Well, it may not be chasing us down. It's chasing down the rings, right? So perhaps we should figure out the best place to set the rings to set a trap. Mmm, <laughs> mm, Trixie, Trixie, Filmir. I mean, leaving them in this room just threatens this room. What is, does Florn does Florn know anything about this? He seemed to know an awful lot about this situation. Are you, you guys are just sitting in her room right now. Is she awake? Yeah, she ain't here, Florn. Yeah, figures. Yeah, she said she was going to a dare, but I don't believe that either. Well, what do you know about the enemies she has? Uh, just I, all I know is that she was involved in some big war a long time before I was born, and uh, big disagreements. That's all I know. If I had a nickel, <laughs> I'd have a lot of nickels. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what's what's the deal with these rings? You you think these are bringing somebody to us? Seems that way. Do you know anything of her rival? I mean, from what I know, she lives up in the Red Cloud Mountain, and she she prays to the mountain, like the actual mountain, like not not a god, you know, not Tempest, not Torm, a mountain. I mean, it's crazy. a big mountain. Seems, but not that big. Seems weird that I would not have run into her in my my decades up there. Yeah, give me a history check or a nature check or or something something like that. You choose. You said a history check or a nature check. What you just about made a religion based check? <laughs> religion. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take a religion check. Sure. Okay. Eleven. Um, there is at least one warlock that that lived on the Red Cloud Mountain. Um, when while you were there, you never came across this particular person. You don't know a whole lot about them, but you do know uh, that the mountain did a decent job of dulling your senses of tempest. Like it was, it was a little bit better there than it was in other places. And you knew that. Well, back in my day, there were a baker's dozen hermits that lived on the mountain, and we all sort of steered clear of each other. Uh, you know, it was a, uh, it was as far as her hermits go, it was a 
pretty close to having roommates and neighbors, but <laughs> but you know, but there's other other hermits. I guess maybe there was a lady warlock up there. I don't know that much about her though. Well, if she's threatening my people with it, we should we should kill her. Yeah, sounds good to me. Let's do it. Okay. So Florin just sort of like looks at you expectantly and uh and says, oh, yeah, okay. What's the plan? Well, whatever's hunting her seems to be attracted to these rings. So we thought maybe we'd put the rings somewhere and draw this creature out and attack. That's good. Get him out of my town. Is there um, a cave nearby or perhaps a long winding canyon or something we could use to prevent different ways out, set a trap? Let's see. Uh, there is a cave. Um, there's a cave about a mile away. It's not big. It's only about 25 or 30 feet uh, deep, maybe uh, 10 feet wide. Hmm, perhaps. I mean, she did have her home as well up in the woods. We could also use that. Well, believable. I mean, the, the the path to the mudflats has a lot of uh, has a has at least one one ravine with a bridge over it. Yeah, I mean, you remember that you you Rolo took you there, right? Indeed. Maybe the cave then. I, th- I think we take the rings to the cave, as if um, as if Helspeth has journeyed down there to discover something. Um, I don't know if there's anything of worth in the cave, any reason that she would go down there, believably, but perhaps that doesn't matter. Sounds good to me. And then I think, I think, perhaps Saber can take the rings down, Ionis, and drop them wherever need be, and we can wait somewhere nearby, out of sight. Or perhaps we have a means to set an alarm or some sort of signal when she approaches. Um, I think I think Saber is probably our best bet. So, so who, who's touched these rings so far? Not I. I think just Abel. Okay. Um, so Abel, you um, when you when you held them, they kind of like vibrated a little bit. Like they actually were like kind of shaking in your hand. Ooh. Yeah. I can think of some things to do with this. But then when you're not touching them, they're not vibrate. They, they, like they seem to not be doing anything. Convenient. Uh, a- a- Abel, let me, uh, may I see those? And uh, I want to run an arcana check on the rings to see if they are what she said they were. That would be a 24. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't know, like it's it's not clear exactly what these things do. I mean, she sort of told you a little bit about like, you know, her idea for you. Um, but in your inspection of them, uh flesh seems to activate them in some ways. Uh so, you know, um 
they they are definitely like putting off magic when they are being touched by something by by a living thing what he's trying to tell us is one of us has to go in the cave and hold these dang things <laughs> uh okay um, not it i put my finger on my nose <laughs> All right. Well, I uh, out of the out of the three of us, I have the easiest way. I am the I am the best at getting away from situations. So well, I will, that is true. I will volunteer myself. I will walk into the cave with these rings, and we will see what happens. We could even walk into the cave and sit in the hut. That is true. Hmm. But would Hillspeth have a hut, or would that be a, a signal that something else is off? I suppose by the time she sees you, she will know it is not Hillspeth that is holding the rings. So perhaps well, they, they, won't, not. they won't see us at all. Right, but they would see the dome. Perhaps. Yes. So. Well, very well. Let's go see the cave, I suppose. Cool. Um, so the three of you are going to go. Uh, just the three of you? You gonna you want to bring anybody? I grab Florin by the collar. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and Despo uh, uh, grabs him and says, "says General, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take the leader of this little town with you. Uh, I'll, I'll come with you, Despo. I forgot you were here. I'll come, I'll come with you." <laughs> Where in the world did you come from? It is so good to see yeah, you. Well, you know, you saved me, and I've been over here in this tavern, and I'm listening to you guys have this conversation. You speak real loud. Um, <laughs> I, f- I feel like we have so much to talk about, Despo. Uh, well, uh, well, I... Have you been through a lot in the last the last few days? Oh, man, you would not even believe it. Uh, I mean, from, from, my, from, from my potions getting stolen, uh, you know, down to, to, to Willem's searchlight, um, you know saving several uh errant children who had been uh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh orphans orphans who were uh almost burned up in a in a uh in, a, in an orphanage in lakeshire um yeah it was a it was it's, it was a, it was a wild time um the really the really scary thing though is uh i mean willem actually warned me he said uh he said that waverly was uh was planning a some big summoning that he was getting desperate and uh he might he might actually want to take my life to 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 bring to bring something from the deep and uh i mean for the life of me i don't know why i agreed to it but i had already agreed to it it <gasps> seemed it seemed like the right thing to what? do I, I don't know yeah, now Dispo. now i just have nothing but uh, anger for that man who does Waverly worship, as far as gods go? Have you known him to he, seek the the wisdom of something called Ehi? Ehi, you mean the that that this uh, that octopus thing that's uh, that's on the shields of the uh, the Adarans? Yes. I mean, I don't know. Is that a god? I don't know. I mean, he didn't he didn't pray to it, um, but he he did a lot of stuff. He did a lot of things that uh, I, uh, it wasn't right. He didn't believe in the sanctity of life. I mean, he's a good man. 
uh, but he does bad things. <laughs> I, I don't know if you can say those two things back to back like that. It's just he didn't believe in the sanctity of life. It's but he was a good man. It's just it's just real confusing. You know, he 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 took care of all of yeah. us uh, uh, so much, and 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 I and I'm I credit him for uh, for keeping us out of a all out war in the brain for all these years. The Battle of Bands would have been real, real bad if uh, if it wasn't for him. He 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 went and, uh, and made sure that the um, you know, the bandits were surprised. Let me just say that much. He, he you mean you mean the Monterans? Well, there was there were some of your people there for sure. A lot of your people, but there were others too. Um, yes, I've I've heard I've heard everything. Despo, good shower. Well, you know I was there too. Um, and, and, and those Monterans would have, would have killed us all, um, if it wasn't for Waverly. Um, he's a clever fella. Well, the past is the past. If we are to move forward, I believe it's going to have to be together. Hey, you want to come with us to help kill another wizard? Oh, are you kidding me right now? Of course I will. <laughs> that sounds really good. Uh, How you doing on potions, there, Despo? Uh, I don't. I don't have any potions. Um, yeah, I don't have any potions. Uh, uh, but I do have. Uh, I do have this sword here. It's a pretty good one. It is a nice one. All right. Yeah, I seem to have one health potion, Abel. Oh no, I meant her. Uh, oh, special her, potions. Uh, her special <laughs> potions. Oh, oh yes. Oh my, those potions. Uh, I mean, I could sure use another one, but um, I think I got a couple of days on this one. This was a strong one. Uh, this is not. This is not my wife's work. I, I, I got to see her soon. Oh. All right. Well, uh, yet another thing we I, must do, gentlemen. I hope she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I say in a whispered aside. I mean, we're not that far, fellas. Braintown's just up the way. And now that we're in Adarin territory, and who knows whose territory it is, I I mean, I, sh- I sure do. I sure do want to see her. Understandably. Uh, well, let us take care of this warlock that threatens the town, and perhaps there will be enough peace and quiet after that for you to make a visit. All right. All right. That sounds good. Uh, hey, uh, short stuff. You got any, uh, glaives in there? That's what I, that's what I usually, uh, do. You got a, like an arms room and Florence, like, uh, you can take whatever you want. We got, we got spears. We got, you know, we have, uh, glaives. We got everything. Uh, sure. Take what you if want. If you got arms, do you have hands? <laughs> 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 oh, Abel, I didn't even notice until right now. That is, that's ugly. Um, how you gonna what yeah. how you gonna do what are you gonna do with that? Well, I got this shield and I, I strap it on like this, and then I just you know sort of wave it around. Oh good night. That's not gonna do. And uh and she she reaches down and uh um she pulls out she has she has a silk ribbon uh in 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 her in her pack and uh and she wraps it really tight and then she actually uh she she cuts the ribbon. And then it starts to come loose and she holds her hands up and says, 
presto fixo and and uh and the ribbon uh, mends itself together but it's not quite as long and now it's like super 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 tight on your uh on your wrist and uh um, yeah that's tight and 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 she says now now you can uh did your stump hurt uh, uh yes oh well i was gonna say you can punch with it uh but maybe maybe hold off on that for a while well thank you despo <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> Um, and she, she loads up on it, gets a glaive and a three or four spears. And, uh, does she need to get you a spear, Abel? <laughs> yeah, I, I got one. Okay. You got one. Okay. I got two. Okay. I got three. Okay. You got three now. <laughs> sure. Take three. Take three. Um, all right. So, all right, fellas. Let's, 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 let's do this, I guess. All right. I cast mage armor. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, um yeah, Florin tells you how to get to the to the cave. Uh you find your way there, no problem. Um uh have you are you gonna stealth there? It's probably a good idea. Yeah. I mean we don't know exactly how close this warlock well, is. Well, this is one of the things I was thinking is that maybe I should be the one holding the rings and being the bait, because I can't hide for shit. I can't either. Clunk, I, clunk. I, I can't either. There, Abel. Um, and we, we, so, so you go in, and Ionis and I hide outside until she's there, and then we cut her, cut off her retreat. Yes. Uh, are Are you sure? I, I'm rather worried. Rather worried about you, Abel. Well, come on now. Just because I've fallen unconscious. And- few times in the last few days lost a lot of blood had my hand eaten off <laughs> and <laughs> lost my spear <laughs> cursed out a few people that doesn't mean I'm not still tough <laughs> <laughs> well, this says says right here on this sheet in front of me tough <laughs> <laughs> well no, no one no one's saying that table no one's saying that I, I just uh, I'm all right, all, all, all right, all right. This lady comes to chew on me. She's going to find nothing but a hard strip of leather that she got to spit out. That's <laughs> uh, the old, old bridal man I, I, I knew before. <laughs> um, all right. So what's this ring we're carrying, Abel? Well... Part of a long chain of consequences. <laughs> <laughs> it came from me getting turned to stone. And now we got these rings here that uh, uh, bear the magic of Helspeth the Pyromancer. It seems like one of her old uh, not-so-buddies wants to come and get it. And wants to kill anybody who's in the way. Yeah. I mean, frankly, fellas, I, I don't know if we can't just give the rings to her, but we'll we'll have to see what happens when she shows up. Well, it sounds pretty good. Let me see that thing. And uh, Despo puts it on her finger. And and when she does. The ring just vanishes on her finger. And she says, oh, oh, shit, that that feels that's hot. 
Despo, you should know that's better hot. than to put that's on hot. magical things that you don't understand. That's hot. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That's hot. That's real hot. Oh, my God. This feels like a trap sprung <laughs> by a capricious guy. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hot. And she and she reaches out and she pulls it off and there's a burn on her hand and she says, oh, my God. Do not put that thing on. That is terrible. Ooh. Ooh, I'm going to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to say you only have one hand, man. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, you I putting on a ring is like throwing it up in the air and yeah, trying to yeah. catch it on your I finger. I can't take yeah. any risks with Righty over here. He's learning to be my preferred hand. So Despo puts her uh, that the the ring, the the ring that she has in her uh, pouch. And uh you guys going to head out? First Let's head head out. Out. Yeah. All right. All right. While we're walking, wait a, I, second. Uh, Despo, wait a second. Despo put it in her pouch. Yeah. Put that one ring in. Yeah. No, no. Put, put keep both rings together. Put them here in my pouch. Uh, oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. Whatever you say. Despo, give me the ring. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it, it, it fits perfectly here in this pouch. It's a. <laughs> it's not a big deal, Abel. It's fine. Despo, yeah, I'm not please, trying Despo. to rob you. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. If I could, she gives you the ring. Yeah, you, you could have it. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna use my uh, pearl of power while we're walking. Okay. Get back a third level spell. Yeah. All right. All right. Wait a second. Why do you need to get back a third level? Oh, did you do is that sending? I did the sending yeah. this morning, yeah. And John, uh, it works. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you find uh you guys are I guess you're all you're stealthing behind the the two sure. you know, uh, Should we folks. Roll? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like a roll. And and 17. Oh, nice. Wow. Oh, wow. wait a second. I have disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> Oh man. Nine. That's not bad. I got an eleven. Okay. Not bad for me. I also got an eleven. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um and uh Despo is um also got an eleven. <laughs> um so uh Wow. Yeah. Um let's see. Tim, what'd you get? What'd you actually roll? Uh, I rolled a nine. Oh, you got plus two. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, oh shit. I don't think, I don't think I ever switched armors back to the Hark armor. That's fine. I mean, it is what it is. Well, I'm gonna, I was gonna ask, um, I'm assuming we can, through creative use of mending and paints and prestidigitation, we can remake this Hark armor into something yeah. more befitting people in the service sure. to, uh, yeah, the purple. Jonas Silverwind, rightful king of Montaire, and the free militia of Lake and Hearth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. And that means you you had a half you had half plate on. Tim, yeah, right? it was yeah. half plate, and it got yeah. All right, um, which also means then I have to reroll my stealth because it would be disadvantage. Oh no, half plate is not half half plate is one of the few medium armors that doesn't have disadvantage, right? Uh, I'm looking at it. It says disadvantage on stealth. Oh, breastplate. I was thinking of breastplate. Sorry. Mm. Yeah, that's what. Right. So. Yeah, that's right. Again. 
And second roll was a seven plus two for a nine. So hmm. nine. So let me also switch this armor in my character. Uh, so so uh, just to remind you of your mission, uh, should you choose to accept it, um, you did roll a seven. So that's right. I did roll a seven. Yeah. So 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 Despo is 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 pretty well hidden, and mostly what she's doing is not trying to be quiet as she walks, but she is sort of like going like you know shifting the ground as she walks to sort of cover up her uh, her steps, and she sees that you guys are all kind of sneak, and she's just like, "Fellows, that's not going to help. I mean, if they're here, they can see us, but you want to do a better job just covering your tracks, and you know." Jonas, don't don't break those sticks, man. As you walk, it's not it's no good. We're gonna, they're going to see there's four of us. We we only want it to look like there's two of us, just in case they're tracking us. Uh, that makes sense. I've, I have to stop being such a taint. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> uh, uh, so you guys get to the cave. And let me just give you the overview here. It's about a 25-foot high opening and about a 20-foot wide opening, but it only goes in about 25 feet, and it turns after 10 feet to the left. And so uh, you could be in this little this little L, this little hook area, and not be seen. You have about a 10 by 10 area that's in that in that sort of nook. And then everything that's not in that nook is visible from the outside, uh, if that makes sense. Okay. So, so, so the sun is is out. It's about noon when you guys get there, and it's shining into this cave, no problem. Like it's easy to see in there. There's no animals. Um, it looks like there's probably been a fire in there in the not too distant past. Like someone was camping there probably within the last twenty days, uh, but not anything super recent. Okay. Um, I'm going to make sure I have my sword back for this. So I will uh, use my action to uh, conjure it and have it at the ready. Okay. Um, and then I think. Um, All I'm right. Probably, I got the rings. I'm going to go sit in that nook. Yeah. I think Ionis and I would probably walk out of view to, you know, somewhere that's, I think, as close as we could be that's also completely obscured okay and hopefully and hopefully with an earshot do we have a way to uh signal each other when if something's happening um i suppose it depends on where the cover is right is there a place where there's cover that uh yeah i i would say about, about it has 90, line of sight yeah but i would say about 95 feet away uh from the cave entrance um there's a few trees there's a little burn that um you might be able to hide behind the 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 only problem i would see and this is for you guys to decide is that depending on how she approaches uh, right. she she could she could see you uh you know um i will i will have it be a role she's not going to just surprise you and attack you and take you out um uh but there's not a there's not a place that's like you know, 95%, like, you know, 300 right. degree what's, cover. What's above the cave? Is it like a plateau or is it like sheer wall for a while? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hill that's, that's going up. Uh, there is some trees and things on, 
on the actual uh, the the hill. You could you could you could climb up and uh, hide behind a tree. That might be actually a really good idea. Yeah, I think that's what I would want to do. Um, how how high off the ground would that be? Um, so it's or how high it's, off the ground would it be to get down from there? Yeah, it's a it's a it's steepish. So it, it's about twenty to thirty feet. Um, at a at a, about a fifteen to twenty percent grade up to the tree. Okay. So so you're looking at um you would not be able to see anything within about twenty feet of the cave entrance, but you could see something approaching it. Right. And you you'd uh if you're gonna be if you if you wanna get down quickly, you're talking about uh forty feet. Okay. From from the trees that you could hide behind easily. Okay. Uh, I think I would go up there. I don't know if that's good for you, John. Uh, probably not. I do have my rope. Uh, they could get me up there. Um, I could also do... I think if I do invisibility at third level, we can both be invisible. Well, that would be good, too. We could just we could just sit there at the you know when, as she walks in we could be up against the wall at the um, at the corner where where it uh, turns into an L and just kind of right. watch her walk by and then we've got her we've got her cornered. How long does that last? Uh, I think it's I think it's like it's an hour. T- it's an hour concentration. Yeah. So maybe we wait till we hear footsteps. Uh, I could send I can send saber. I can send Saber out a hundred feet and he can, he can, I can put my senses through him and he can let me know and then I can cast it. That's not bad. Thoughts? Yeah. All right. I'm just sitting in my nook. What's that about doing? <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, uh, she's taking her glaive. I'm, I'm taking my glaive out and it, a good thing I have a whetstone here and she's loudly sharpening her glaive. <laughs> Is she in the nook with me? She's in the nook with you. Yeah. Okay. Can I see Jonas? Yes. Okay. Well, I don't know. I think the, I mean, you went in the, the, the nook, right? Jonas. Right. So like from the nook, Oh, I thought you so, were just going to be like at the cave. So we're at the, we're at the L right. If you're mm-hmm. here in the nook, Abel, we would be here and she would come from here. Yeah. And walk in. And then once she walks this way, then we've got her. So for the listeners, John's doing some complicated hand motions. Yeah. Basically, he's at the elbow of the L. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to be hiding out right there. So I will know when he turns invisible that shit's about to go down. Yes. In theory. According to our plan. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey Despo, we we kind of need to uh, sharpen our senses here and our perceptions. Uh, well, uh, maybe more than our glaives. Do you, do you want me to get your spear then? I'm happy to sharpen that too. No, no, no. Is that called to, senses? We we need to be we need to be listening. And for the record, this spear is called census. Census, because right. I count all the men I take with it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Um, uh, I haven't actually named this one. Uh, I've, I, I feel like you got to take a century before you can, uh, before you can and, name your weapon. Well, and this, and this I, thing's only taking about sixty. Sometimes I think it's real fun to be like, knock knock, who's there? It's the census. 
and then a stab. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The Montanans take a in your household. One less now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good, Abel. Um, I just like to lop off heads with this, and she like continues sharpening her glaive. You mean that glaive that you just got? An hour ago. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. That's right. You mean like uh, hypothetically? It looks like you would really enjoy chopping some heads off with it. Well, it was been it's been sitting on the ground for a while, and I don't think it's been taken good care of. And normally, I'd have a peening jig to to sharpen this thing up, but instead, I'll just I have pe- to use this west was whetstone. A what? A peening jig and a hammer. That's how you. That's how you sharpen a glaive. Trust me. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, could you tell me what are some of the parts of a wagon? <laughs> well, there's a lot of parts of a wagon, um, and uh, and saber. Uh, you hear you hear saber. Um, uh, sort of. Oh, you don't hear him. Are you perceiving through him, John? I'm Sorry. perceiving through him. Yeah, uh, I'll send yeah. it out and then I'll. Um, so you see four cloaked men who are kind of spindly. And and they get they get sort of uh, up over that burn I was telling you about, and 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 if you're perceiving through saber, you can tell that these are four dwarves, and uh, one of them sort of like ducks back down, and then you see, at first it's just the top of a of a gray haired like head that's sort of like rising up over the burn, and you see that it's like. It's getting higher and higher and higher. And you see that this is a woman who is an elven woman and she is riding atop a freaking giant white wolf. Uh, This thing is every bit eight feet tall at its shoulders. And, uh, and, and she says, she's, she says, I can smell it. It is not Hesputh, but they will do. And thus ends episode 30 of Every War Must End, the Dungeon Dads podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding me? (laughs) I know. I know. I'm sorry. That's mean, Tom. It's just mean to leave us here. The listeners are going to be mad at you, not at us. (laughs) No, listen. Here's the problem. If we, if we, if you guys were going to go into this and we were actually going to record what what happens next, this would be a five hour long episode. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to give anything away. That's fair. It's it's too late to do that tonight. Yeah, the family would not be happy about that. But anyway, that's true. Yeah, we'll we'll have to finish this next time. Yeah, I mean, look. No, look. Here's the thing that I love is that. Um, yeah, you guys have basically set up your 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 traps. I know you have it kind of in your mind, but this way you'll you'll have uh, you'll have a week or two weeks to uh, to think about it, make it even more crafty than you were going to make it. Uh, <laughs> you think it's, you think the plan's going to get any better? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we have time to change the plan. We're already hiding in there, we're, invisible, we're, and they're the on plan the, is, ca- the they're plan on the mouth set. of the cave. <laughs> we have a tendency to overthink things. I think it's time we really try underthinking for a change. That's true. <laughs> That's well, fair. What I like about this is you'll have two weeks of regret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two weeks of going, wait, why did we agree to do this? This isn't our fight. 
<laughs> any any regret that I have that can be minimized to two weeks is okay by me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That is pretty short. Uh, oh, hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but this is uh, the episode that just came out on our anniversary of publishing our first one. Oh, that's so, right. Congratulations, oh fellas. I was just looking at when this comes out, and December 7th, Oh my god! Oh man! Pearl Harbor Day. We're oh my god! I didn't even think about that. (laughs) That's crazy. Our anniversary. It's probably for the best for the content, but (laughs) but yeah. Well, it was wasn't it the ninth? I think it was the ninth of December. But this is the closest we will get to it with a release. But either way, just thought it was cool. Torah, 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 (laughs) fellow. Guys, congratulations! It's congratulations to you, and thanks everybody listening. Yeah, yeah, thank sure. you so much. This has been an amazing year. Wow. Yeah, it's been. Hey, it's been. I don't the know if best amazing is ever. the word <laughs> for 2020. Yeah, uh, I can't think nah. of of anything I would have liked better than the year we had in 2020. Yeah. It's just, yes. I don't know. I don't know how it could have been better, guys. Yeah, I don't know either. Listen, at least this was all positive. So thank you, all listeners. Thank you, yeah. all the Patreon subscribers. Uh, we appreciate you very much. And you can join them if you want. Patreon.com slash Dungeon Dads. Yeah, come on back, everybody. We're going to do a really fun bonus episode this week. Um, and hopefully some of you will participate in it. Uh, yeah, we I don't want to do give... something special for our, our one-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah for sure. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> what is all the right. one year? What's the one-year anniversary? Is that paper? <laughs> I think oh. so. I think so. But I think we've all been married I'm too you guys long. Some new character sheets. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a oh, book coming out. That's Vellum. right. Vellum. What's the book? Well, now I realize the date is wrong for recording and release. But hey, you know, Tasha's Tasha's was close Tasha's, enough. We'll call it the Tasha's. Book. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe in five years when we finish this adventure, you guys can create a character using uh, Tasha's. Uh, new rules. What are, you doing? <laughs> are you are you swearing you won't kill us between now and we should save this for the bonus episode? What are we right, doing? Yeah, seriously, seriously. Yeah. Toodaloo, everybody. Hot pod. This is yeah, come on, everybody. Yeah, hot pod, everybody. Good. Right. Toodaloo. Come toodaloo. on back. Toodaloo. <laughs>